Did you hear about uh, those two guys? They got that podcast, uh, Juice Sample and Clever Wes. Yeah, them, them fat fucks from Ohio. Yeah, they're they're pretty fat. Uh, What's the name of their podcast again? I think it's like the mo- 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 motherfucking sample who, for some reason, whenever I go to talk to Gina Tron, nothing fucking works out. So we, I'm calling Gina Tron's cell phone right now and recording a phone conversation. How are you doing, Gina? I'm good. We've always got a bad connection, but we have a good connection and friendship. We do have a great connection and friendship. <laughs> it's very true. I feel very connected. And, uh, yeah, you know, I like, uh, I like, I like, liking your Facebook posts and I felt kind of creepy about it there for a little bit. So I was liking them all the time. And I'm like, Oh no, you don't like it as much as some people like, like, like everything. You know what I mean? Like everyone has that person on their Facebook that literally likes every single thing they ever do. It's really good for your confidence though. I, I guess. So I was like, do I want to meet that person? I don't know if I want to meet that person. Really? <laughs> how many of your, no, from like that. What? how many people have friended you on Facebook based on like your, your articles? Versus, like, how many people you've actually come in contact with in person? Um, I try to keep it, like, people that I that I know in real life on Facebook. Okay. Um, so I'm special. And there's some, yeah, I mean, there's some, like, I don't know. I, I try to weed it out because, like, you know, I don't really want people from, like, um, like high school age or, like, teenagers adding yeah. me on Facebook. So I feel like they might misconstrue stuff I said. Even yeah. yesterday, I did, like, some cartoon of, like, making fun of one of the jurors. Um, on the Zimmerman thing, and it was like obviously 
I mean, I thought it was obvious that I do not like Zimmerman, but this teenager, like, sent me an email who who also was accused of wanting to blow up his school. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad someone behind Zimmerman was like me. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not, like, I'm not totally, my whole stance is that, like, I think Zimmerman's definitely crazy, and I think he definitely has things to hide. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. that prosecution just did not present a case to do I mean, to really do the situation justice. I mean, like their their lead witness was just incredible to say that's retarded, sir, in court. I thought that was pretty funny. I you think that's retarded? Ugh. That's what the lead. I love, okay. I love Florida. So this is okay. So, Rural Florida. All right. So I'll tell you. No, it was um okay. So apparently Zimmerman's the girl who uh, Trayvon Martin was talking to um oh, on the phone. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so apparently she wrote this letter to Trayvon Martin's mom, which the defense attorney basically asked her to try to read the letter because it was in cursive and she couldn't read it. So th- it was just like this is the this is the prosecution's key witness. And oh. then when they were like – and then when she said – like her story had changed so much since like you know getting on TV and everything else like that. So then like – she kept saying to the attorney, trust me, trust me. And it's like, it it was just, it. I mean, I don't, like, I honestly don't really give a shit about the whole situation. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's interesting that it's, it's turned into a stand your ground law, which had nothing to do with stand your ground. And then I also think it's interesting and like, and, and it's been like made such a big deal about it. Like I was watching the daily show and, uh, John Oliver was talking about it and it was like, it was a self-defense case. And then there was like an interview with one of the jurors about stand your ground. And it's just like, it's crazy to me because it's a self-defense issue. Like you can, I, I I have no problem if you want to attack gun ownership, but like attack the law for what it is. Don't attack like this situation. And then I also felt like it was like the whole race thing was blown out of proportion. Like Zimmerman's like a, a Peruvian Jewish guy. He's not like, standard you know european white like we are you know what i mean like it's not it just i felt like the case was just a distraction i just felt like you know you that know, could be true yeah i mean there's crazy like, stuff going on i don't know why i was focused on this he did seem like a douche though Zimmer, oh yeah hands down he's a douchebag straight up yeah. i'm sure he's a pillhead most people in florida yeah. are it seems like so yeah for sure <laughs> i mean they have such a problem with pills and it's just it, for me, it was it's it's just uh, oxycontin and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. And I thought it was an interesting. Like, well, Trayvon Martin had some THC in his system. It's like, like who fucking cares? Oh, the THC terrorist, baby. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I'm sure he did want to go get some munchies during the All Star game. Like, there, I have no problems with that. Let him go get some munchies. My issue was like here's so here's what I really think happened. Zimmerman's trying to be Billy Badass. He's a bunch of home break-ins. He's tired of the police not responding because he is kind of a crazy person. Who knows what drugs he's on, if any. And he goes to confront Trayvon Martin, who fit the description, which apparently at first, like, he didn't say anything about him being black when he called 911. He just said he fits the type of people that had been breaking in there. So you can you, – that could be – I mean, it's all semantics. But then he probably goes and confronts Trayvon Martin – and Trayvon Martin probably beats the shit out of him. Zimmerman's getting his ass kicked and he shoots him. I think that's probably what happened. I, I don't think that – I feel like the situation is like it's – somebody was in the right and someone was in the wrong. Like everyone's looking for it. But 
you know, I mean, Trayvon Martin could have walked away. And I think that Zimmerman definitely did. Didn't, pro- he try to, didn't, he, didn't he try to walk away and ran away? Nobody, nobody knows. Like, that's so what. First he, he, he ran away and then they're like, he started, Zimmerman tra- started following him. Probably. But Gene, I mean, the problem is, is the only person, the only, I think the only two people that know about it is Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin and Trayvon Martin's dead. So I, I think like the, the biggest issue for me is, so let's say Zimmerman is, is guilty of manslaughter, which likely that's more likely than second degree murder manslaughter in that situation. Like if it was self-defense, it was kind of, for me, it was kind of like in the air. So, but then like you look at the, the, the prosecution's case and their lead witness, when, when Zimmerman's defense attorney says, is it possible that Trayvon Martin attacked George Zimmerman out of fear of George Zimmerman? And their main defense, their main prosecution witness says, that's retarded, sir. Like, in the middle of court. In the middle of court. Like, you know, what's, what's disturbing to me is, like, you know, that, they, that they're bringing in the fact that he smoked weed. Yeah. And, and bringing in the fact that he, you know, had cell phone pictures of him, like, posing with, like, guns and stuff. But, like, like just we're acting like a gangster. We're, like, texting, like, I'm a gangster now. Like, I mean, that's what stupid... 16 year olds say that has nothing to yeah. do with I guess they're just they're trying to prove like oh he's not as innocent as the pictures of him on the internet it's like those things are like irrelevant like you know yeah everybody but, makes mistakes all teenagers oh, yeah, smoke weed yeah, yeah. well most of them so it's like I did but, like yeah. that's, that's I nothing to do with the case like they didn't even want to even um do like arrest the women or just even deal with the case to begin with like they absolutely you know, it's just because the media attention forced the, the whole case to happen really is what, what I got from it. Yeah. The media attention forced it. And then instead of like, instead of like Zimmerman originally getting arrested and properly questioned, it goes from that to second degree murder case. I mean, it was just like, it was, it went from being ignored, ignored to being blown way out of proportion. And, and I just think it's uh, I just, I think it's interesting. I think it's, I, it's it's weird that they chose that case to to get all up in arms about, which I'm sure I'm sure 12, 17 year olds were murdered last week. You know what I mean? I'm sure they were shot to death somewhere last week, and we just don't talk about it because it's it's an inner city crime and we just ignore it. So I you know I just don't know. Like I just don't like I I feel like it's it's being presented by Zimmerman's innocent on Fox News. And Trayvon Martin was was a victim on CNN, and it's just it's just like to me, it's just the same bullshit. It's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, and then and then you have a guy <laughs> like Snowden who is in, you know, saying hey, right he's, he's listening to everything we do, which we already knew, but he actually came out well, and did it, and now he's like getting charged with treason. And it, well, what's disgusting is the the jurors and stuff of the Trayvon thing is like, oh, I'm gonna make a book deal now, and oh yeah, the stuff they say and like, oh well, I feel for Zimmerman. He was frustrated, like, and they calling the kid a boy of color. It's like, what year is this? Like, who are you people? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. It's I went to weird. Florida I... like back in like 2002 or 2003, and like I knew it was like. You know, it was like two hours from Tampa. Like we had some family friends there, and I was like disturbed by how backwards some parts of rural Florida were. Like it's like truly like the South, like from like the '60s. Yeah. Like we were at some party, and like 
this black kid showed up, and the kid was like normal look, normal like doesn't matter, but you know he was well dressed, like seemed like a nice kid. Um, and people were freaking out that there was a black guy at the party, and people wanted to either beat him up or just leave. So I was like, what? But he was like obviously friends of friends there, like he was chatting with people. There was like no drama. But so he wasn't even like dressed like he was hood or anything uh, like that. Not at all. No, no. He just, you know, this is like. This is like suburbia land, um, if you want to call it that. Rural suburbia, you know, box, big box stores and Applebee's spread apart. So, boring ass, that world. Um, so, yeah, there was like, it was, it didn't make sense. But I was like, oh, so it really is like this. So, I always like to imagine that things are a little bit more advanced than they are, but. Yeah, I mean, you go to, even if you go to Pittsburgh, people are. Like I have a lot of good friends in Pittsburgh. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my friends from Pittsburgh, and I'm and I'm not gonna try to say that my friends portray this trait in Pittsburgh. But um, when I was in Pittsburgh, there's a ton of homophobia going there, and it's three hours away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So people are super homophobic there, and it's it's interesting to me. I just think it's kind of interesting. It's like they. Like they haven't that city hasn't evolved in that category yet. But also, I live in Columbus. It's like the like the second one of the top five densest gay populations. Like, oh, is that? I never thought that. I never knew that. Oh yeah, gay people in Columbus have like saved the community. Like they uh, they buy up all this cheap land, and like they created, they helped make the nationwide look amazing, uh, which is like where the Columbus Blue Jackets play. Which a lot of people don't even know that it's a professional hockey team because they've been so bad. But yes, Columbus has a professional hockey team. We have this nice little arena district, and then there you go a little bit north towards like Ohio State University on High Street, mm-hmm. and then there's the short north, which used to be like super bad. Like it wasn't; it was super bad for Ohio, like for Columbus standards, and it was like really mm-hmm. lower socioeconomic. And then you know people bought up a bunch of real estate; they moved in businesses. Now they have this whole art gallery hop that goes down in that district, and this probably took place within the past ten years. Like, just I mean, like. They don't have kids and they have money. They, most of them have good jobs, so they're going to – they clean up. The, like they want to go to areas where they want to be. Like you know what I mean? So it's very gay-friendly area, but it's also like very ritzy. Like it's super it's, – it's way inflated to go live there. Like a, a single-bedroom apartment's like $1,500 a month or something crazy in Columbus, Ohio. So it's, it's oh, like wow. – uh, so it's just the community – I guess my whole point of saying, like, back to Pittsburgh, which is also really fun, and I had a lot of fun there, but it's just, like, every, I guess, like, in, people evolve different, I mean, cities evolve different ways, just like, I mean, look at New York City, like, the whole Bloomberg thing, and him and his crazy nanny fucking laws, like, oh, you can't have a, or you have to watch this hour seminar about why you should breastfeed your children instead of give them formula. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's backwards things everywhere, and it's just like absolutely it, it depends on and what it is. Really, but yeah, everybody has their every place has their. And in Florida, it's race. Florida is definitely yeah. race, apparently, and pills. They don't. Well, I have a lot of other problems. Yeah. Sinkholes. What'd you say? Uh, sinkholes. Yeah. Sinkholes. My brother, he runs this thing called Gamer Connect. It's basically like it could be like this convention for like gay nerds, gay gamers, and um. I'm just thinking about this. So the Westboro Baptist Church is going to protest it. They've already announced that. 
And so I feel like, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church is, is arguing with him, then he must, he must be doing something right. So they wrote something about him on their Twitter, I think it was like two days ago, where they were like, oh, this, like, they, they like copied something my brother wrote. They're like, oh, fags are clever. But, and then hashtag, but still out, still hellbound. Westboro Baptist Church. I don't. What? It, it's like. What is it ever going to take for them to just go away? I think it's it's like uh, like everybody's trying to like petition to make them a hate group, but I feel like it only fuels them. Like they know that their crazy marketing is. I mean, it, everyone knows who they are. You know what I mean? And it's. I feel like with yeah, them, it works. Yeah, like I feel like with them, we just need to stop. Like it reminds me of uh, like King Arthur, like the movie Merlin. Like it's, this sounds cheesy, but you, they stopped paying attention to Mab and Merlin and magic went away. And it's just like, if you just stop paying attention to them, they'll probably just go away. I don't know. Speaking of that, what did you think about the Boston bomber being on the cover of Rolling Stone? I didn't even know that. I had no, no. idea about that. Yeah. What's you just the, look at it. It's like a really like sexy picture too. It's like weird. <laughs> There's a lot of people that believe, uh, that, uh, the company formerly known as Blackwater is responsible for the Boston bombing. That's conspiracy land now, but it's entertaining. Oh, yeah, it is a sexy photo. Look at this guy. I think that it's Kmart's responsible for it. Kmart's responsible for the Boston bombing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Sideshow. Yeah, the pressure cookers have gone through the roof. That's crazy. <laughs> That is kind of a sexy photo. That's like that that grunge style that's in right now. Yeah, I bet he's got all kinds of psycho bitches emailing, sending him letters, love letters to jail. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's a lot of stuff about that case, like that whole situation for me that doesn't add up. Like the fact that the guys that arrested him just fell out of a helicopter, and uh, <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, they fell out of a helicopter. The people who arrested his brother or who arrested him, I'm pretty sure they fell. Let me let me double check this. I'm pretty Wait, sure. What do, they fell out, what do you mean they fell out of a helicopter? Yeah, they just fell out of a helicopter, Gina. That happens. Trained FBI guys, they just fall out of helicopters sometimes. You didn't know that? Like they, like, they jumped down with the rope, like. Oh no, no, it's just like a standard thing. Uh, um, f- they just fell out of the helicopter. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Hold on, let me. Two FBI agents involved in the arrest of the Boston bombing suspect, uh, Dzovkarv Tsarnov, uh, the elite counterterrorism. The FBI's elite counterterrorism unit died Friday while practicing how to quickly drop out of a, from a helicopter to a ship using a rope. Yeah, they they just fell out of the helicopter and died. Sorry, that's funny. That's hard. Like that's interesting and scary. It is interesting and scary. And then the MMA fighter who was also tied to them, uh, while they were while he was in police custody, they were questioning him, and apparently he broke free and they killed him. And this was in Florida. And I don't know. A lot of things don't add up about the Boston bombing. And then there's like the the pictures of uh, the pictures of those guys. They look like. They look like CIA agents, yeah, and that's why it's a lot of people think it's like a Blackwater thing. I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I, I personally, Gina, just like to say this does not add up, and I don't have the answer. 
but I just would like to say this doesn't add up and I'm not buying that it's that maybe that it's is Doto Car Zarnuff. So I don't know. But it is interesting. Yeah, I, just, I don't know enough about it, but you know, I mean, of course, it seems weird. I just don't know what this. Yeah, I still think it's Kmart. I, it could be Kmart. I actually like your theory, and I'm just going to go on the record on this episode of the Sampler, and I'm also going to say that Kmart is Kmart. The, the Boston bombing. When they were children, the father took them to Kmart, and uh, one of their <laughs> they were in the electronics department, asking their dad for a game. Yeah. Um, some some kind of incident happened that day at Kmart that was so so horrible that nobody can ever speak of it. So whenever you know, for years they would try to face that, but they just couldn't handle it. So it somehow it manifested into terrorism, like most tragedies. I think so. That I mean that sounds. And that's, that's it. That's it. That makes perfect sense to me. I don't know why. I I personally haven't thought of that, but uh. That's... Yeah, because you. You just don't. You're just not with it. It's not with the Kmart, Kmart culture, Kmart culture. <laughs> do they still have Kmart's in? Uh, and I know they probably don't in New York. Do they still have them in? Uh, you're from v- Vermont, right? Uh, yeah, we had. There's one by my old house in. When I lived in Burlington for a little bit. I, when I lived in Barrie, when I, where I grew up and whatever, we had Ames and Riches. Do you know that out there? No, we don't have Ames. Uh, we used to have, I know yeah, I've heard of Ames, but we used to have this thing called Hills, and they closed too. Kind of shit. Yeah, it, Hills, yeah, it was like a big, big store. They had Layaway, and they had a place where we could get haircuts when we were poor. So we always used to go get our school clothes, put them on Layaway, and uh, get uh, haircuts. Oh, yeah. The nice even part Walmart still be in all those places. Yeah, Walmart wasn't open yet when I was a kid. Well, it was open. We just didn't have any where I was living in Northwest Ohio. So Walmart, I I really don't like shopping there though. Like, and, you know, they do have great prices and great deals, and that I'm pretty sure they're just as evil as most large corporations. So I, I don't always, Walmart? yeah, I, I don't always jump on the I hate Walmart thing because a lot of that is like perpetuated by the food workers union. But it is trashy anytime you go in there. I just, it's just sad how, like, you know, it'll, like, destroy all the local businesses when one of those things comes in. It's like a cancer. Yeah, I mean, people say that, but... Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Like, even where, but where I, I grew up, like, I came in and killed off all the smaller businesses and, and people's, you know, like, you know, they, 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 they can't really afford to live and like then more crime comes you know what I mean? I feel like that happens yeah. a lot, like in a lot of well, like, all across the country. I feel like a lot of small businesses are just going out of business anyways just because they pay so much more in taxes than what a large corporation does. And mm-hmm. and like cuz I know there's areas like small towns where small businesses just went under and there isn't a Walmart and they want a Walmart in that area now. So, I don't but at the same time, I definitely do think that Walmart does undercut and probably it's like a double edged sword. Sure, it works both ways. I think it's I don't know. I think it's bad. Um, I don't know. Like I'm trying and like I work a lot with like places that are trying to get like you know, local companies and local designers. Yeah. Back in New York and and everywhere really, and sometimes it's like, you know, people buy stuff more stuff than they need because it's cheap, but yeah. buy less. They can support your neighbors 
or like just people that are not like torturing children basically. I agree. And yeah, like I just feel like it's gone way too far and uh and there's a demand for it and people put up with it. Like and, and I had no problem with doing that even a couple of years ago. I just didn't like I knew. But I just didn't really think about it or didn't want to deal with it. And, like I'm like, Well I'm not rich. Like I can't I can't afford to buy all organic and all local things, like yeah. on that potential. But now I'm like, you know what? Like I can't do with everything, but with certain things I can. Like I can avoid going to H and M because I don't need eighteen five dollar shirts. Like I have plenty of clothes and I can just go if I really need cheap if I need clothes that bad and I can't spend the money, I'd rather buy second hand and support like sweatshops. Yeah, you know, I don't uh I don't think I can imagine you wearing H and M clothing just because of your your great <laughs> fashion statements on Facebook. And oh, like, I, like it's just it's the same thing. Like I buy a lot of uh, I buy most of my clothes online, except for I do buy like my my jeans and shorts from Old Navy. But that's mm-hmm. just because I've been doing that since I was in high school, and I really my I I don't really put a lot of thought into what I buy, except for I don't like wearing stuff that has brands on them because I don't feel mm-hmm. the need to provide free advertisement for companies. Like I don't, I don't see why I pay for their shirt and then I do free advertising for them. It doesn't. It's, yeah, exactly. That you pay win- me to be your billboard bitch. Correct. Yeah. Like if you want me to build your, anybody out there, if you want me to be your billboard and Gina might even agree to this too, just start sending us money and we'll wear your shit all the time. I mean, especially Gina, look at her. Gina knows how to, Gina knows how to market some clothing. I mean, she's pretty good at that. It's her fashion thing. She's pretty good with fashion. So what do you think, Gina? If someone want to pay you money to wear their clothes, do you think you would? I would wear the Fuzzy the Whale Carvel suit. <laughs> what did you say? The Fuzzy the Whale? Fuzzy the Whale. Yeah, I'm a whale of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I had this dream last night, which I, I keep thinking about. It was so funny. Like I had this dream that um this place, it was like a... <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it looked like a gas station and it was like in the middle of nowhere like some rural area but it had like you know like where it's just like unlimited limited all that stuff it was actually like a hotel and it would like lure people in and needed gas <laughs> I think that was supposed to be like some kind of marketing thing really? so like you know you what? you would so alright so tell me this, this again is my dream yeah yeah I'm trying to wrap my head around your dream so it was like this this place that looked like like it was built to look like a gas station, but there was no gas, and like all like the like the different like kinds of gas were actually just like different kinds of rooms like you could rent. Yeah. So like the, it was like false advertising. So like that way, if you got there, you're like, oh, actually, I'm kind of sleepy, and they got you, they tricked you. And then you would just go there and sleep. Dreams are, yeah. dreams are so crazy. I had this dream last night that I heard an episode. It was really weird. This is a crazy part because I was listening to my brother and I talk and it was like an episode of the sample hour, but I had never heard that episode. Like I was just like no recollection of it or anything. And it was on the radio and I was just like, how are we on the radio? And then I got like all excited, like, Oh man, we're really taking off. And then, uh, and then people started chasing me. It was a really weird dream. That was my dream <laughs> last night. And people started chasing me, and I'm not sure why they were chasing me. Um, and then I remember I started to think, why are these people chasing me? And then I woke up. 
that was that was my dream last night. Dreams dream. are really weird. Same same dream. I I interviewed the uh, the Backstreet Boys the other day, and like I got I'm speaking of like people chasing them. I just I'm like I just oh god I remember like growing up and like just watching young girls like or girls my age at the time like freaking out over them and. I think because they're so, like, ingrained in, like, my childhood in a weird way, even though I didn't like them, I got so nervous and giddy talking to them on the phone. Um, that's pretty funny. And uh, I get to meet them. Who is your – that's pretty cool. Is this for Lady Gun? Yeah, yeah, so we should look forward to that. It's uh, I think I'm going to be able to put some funny things in there. I want it to be the weirdest interview ever done on them. I think you're perfect for that, Gina. Yay! I mean, and I mean that in a good I way love too. <laughs> I mean that in a good way too. Like, I really like your, because I remember we had a conversation about how you said I'm crazy, and I said, no, I think you're pretty cool and fun. Just people can't handle you. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. You still there, Gina? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Hello. Okay, there we go. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I started to feel the same because, like, I'm like, okay, so I'm kind of have a weird sense of humor in, in, in theory, and I don't think I do, but like, so like, but I hang out with people that are supposedly like normal, and yeah. like, you see how crazy they behave and like yeah. irrational, and I'm like, you know what, you know, I think I just wear my crazy on my sleeve, and I think that's great because most people, you know, at least I won't do something like passive aggressive or yeah, well, that's not the right word, but. A lot of people just behave in a psycho way all the time, but they put up this, like, normal front. So I think I'm able to, like, channel that out by doing the weird stuff. I don't know. I think people are just very afraid to stand out even now. Like, I don't know. I, no, I, I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, we not enough people act crazy. Like, too many yeah. people pretend that they're not crazy. Like, I think that, I mean, even for me, like, I I can't... Like, I really can't talk to people about a lot of things that I, like, I'm into or that I research because they'll just think I'm so crazy. Because I'm so, like, I'm so anti-government. I'm so anti-establishment. I, I'm, i like, doing all this research on how, I mean, how I can try to become my own sovereign nation. Like, I'm pretty crazy, Gina. Like, and I'll admit okay. it. Like, but it's, well, it's, know, but that's you know what's funny. is like, I feel like a lot of the things that you think like a lot of other people are thinking and I don't know, like let's say that if you are to vocalize it, then you're crazy. And I was yeah. talking about this my friend the other day where it was like intuition versus like, if you follow, like your intuition is usually right. If you're like, this person's good for me, this person's bad for me. Um, and you follow it, then you're probably helping yourself out. But if you were to vocalize it and explain to somebody who's like, I don't think I like that person because blah, 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 blah. They'll be like, that's crazy. You got to give yeah. them a chance. Like, but so you can, I don't know, like vocalizing things makes people uncomfortable, I think, sometimes. Or even like some things I've felt for years, if I tried telling people, they were like, that's crazy. And then I write about it, and people are like, I really identify with that. I'm like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. But I think like sometimes like on a one-on-one level, uh, people, I don't know, they can't they can't take it or something. Do you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. No, I think... Um... I I definitely know what you're saying. Like some things like I think in my head and I'm like, well, this needs to stay in my head because I know as soon as I talk about it, 
it's just going to ruin it. But if I continue to have... about strangling the mailman. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like, if if it's like, even, it's just like even some like really good thoughts that I have about myself, I just try to keep internal because I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk and have it like come back and backfire me and, or I don't. Because I, I I don't really I'm not really conceited like I don't really think I'm I'm better than anybody else, but I I could see how it could be perceived that way and it could ruin. Okay. I mean it, maybe it is kind of a weird thing. I mean it's it's like it's usually. Do you think of yourself as Jesus? No, not at all. No, that's from ridiculous. time to time. No, that's ridiculous. I mean, like I do think that, like I I I would like people to like my whole thing is like what I what I'm kind of. Because when I originally started this podcast, I originally wanted to do like stand up hanging up on me. I'm just I was so mad at you for what you said. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it like I originally started doing this podcast for like the thought of wanting to do stand up comedy, which I'll probably still eventually do. But mm-hmm. now I'm having a lot more fun. Like I changed my major to journalism. And I like, but now I'm really having fun, like kind of like shining light on things that I'm interested in or people that I think are talented. So that's been like, oh, what's that? I, mean, I think like, you know, whatever, whatever you like is what you, I don't know. It's like, if it's not interesting to you, then it's not going to come on. You're not going to talk about it in an interesting way, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's really like, it's, it's kind of weird. Like sometimes, um, I don't know. Like it's it's just interesting. Like I I just kind of like the evolution. Like I guess when I now that I'm like in in a way creatively expressing myself, it's mm-hmm. like I'm I'm changing faster. If that makes sense. You ever feel that way? Like oh yeah, for sure. Like I think the more uh, the more you expose yourself to certain things, and the more you yeah you create or like or like do productive stuff, the, the faster you learn. It's like being a kid again. Like, yeah. Like when did you? I don't know. Smarter is the right word, but. When did you start writing, for like an example? Like, when did you start putting your putting yourself out there and writing and really like sharing your cool stories? Like, every time I like read a story of yours from when you're like a kid, whatever time in your life, it makes me like it takes me back to that time in my life. Like, does that make oh, sense? Oh, really? Yeah, like when you're talking about boys, when you're talking about um, your first boyfriend. Like, it made me think about when I was in first grade and the girls that I liked. And it's, I hadn't thought about that shit for years. Like, I'm not going to like, it's, Hello. it's like a cool ability, like gift that I think you have. But I think that, um, even then, like, do you think you got more, like, do you feel like you've grown a lot more since you started like writing and, and just pursuing like more for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that, um, you know, being able to like like share stories and like have people like like validate or like reciprocate like certain things like make using more confidence in myself and then I know like I'm like I can look I can reevaluate myself better and know how to improve in terms of myself and in terms of like communicating with other people so and then it makes me just like my perspective keeps changing and like keeps improving so I'm like okay this 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 um particular thing I'm saying people understand um this does not so like then I understand like why maybe at certain points I fail to communicate with people and how 
I did communicate. So it's stuff like that. Like, and I feel like it's with everything in life. Um, but yeah, I started writing. Um, I mean, I always was writing. Like back in high school, I have like lock boxes full of shit, which I actually have to go through again from high school and junior high. Um, but I only started trying to like, professionally publish, I guess, in 2010, like towards the fall of 2010, actually. Is when I started actually like. I'm like, oh, you know, actually, I want to be a writer. So I started sending out, like, all these short stories I wrote to different, like, small publications and getting rejection after rejection or just not even a response. Um, and then, like, eventually getting some smaller jobs and some free gigs where I would go write about events and stuff and just moving on from that and uh, learning how not to take rejection personally. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like a it's a slow-moving um, career, um, but it, at the same time, it's, it's moved really fast too. So yeah. like, there's like so much work goes into it, and there has to like just keep putting stuff down the pipeline, and just like never get discouraged, and just keep going. And yeah, it's been great. Like, and and every now and then I have to like sit down and like okay, like if I ever get frustrated, I have to like sit down and be like, wow, I've really done way more than I ever thought I would have, because I would have just been happy to, like, publish a small story and something, and um, so I'm really surprised that it's gone this far, and I look back even six months ago, and I'm like, okay, I've, I've like, really accelerated since then, so, yeah, it, it helped me look at myself. That's cool. That's good to hear. The uh, yeah, that's, um, that's inspiring, Gina. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I love giving you a compliment too because you're you always respond like this. Oh, thanks. Like, <laughs> it, like it really does mean something, and it's like a genuine response every time. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's always hard to know how to like take compliments because you know, like sometimes people like that genuinely meet like like I always like yeah I always love it and I I never know you know it's hard to like, yeah, it's hard to, to, to respond, to know how to respond to compliments. Some people like you, you can't tell if they're being snooty or if they, or if they're actually just so embarrassed that they just don't know what to say. Some people are like that. Like, I'm like, you're so good at this. And they just don't say anything. And then later it's like, I don't know what to say. And like, <laughs> so they really like, they take it to heart. Yeah. You just say, thank you. That's all <laughs> you got to say. It's, it's like a weird thing. You just say, thank you. Like it's, it is like, Luckily, like, I'm not, I haven't done anything where I got, like, some crazy thank you from somebody yet. So that's, uh, hopefully, I mean, it'd be nice to experience that someday, but I kind of don't want to experience that someday. Like, I don't want, but it's, like, a weird thing. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. Because I'm sure sure you got some crazy responses from, like, your article about, about, you know, being a people thinking that you were going to be a school shooter. And I'm sure you got like some really like nice messages and some messages from people that was like, you could tell they were trying to be nice, but it just seemed kind of crazy. Is that- uh, yeah, absolutely. Or like people that are just telling you they're, they're urged to kill people. Um, Did they really <laughs> tell you they're urged to kill people? Yeah, you'd be surprised. My inbox was, well, did you see the latest article I did too, the, the rape one? No, I need to. Oh, you didn't see that that one in mine? No, I need to. Uh, I need to check that out. I didn't get the. I'm surprised you you love your vice. I love. I do love my vice, and I really love my Gina Tron. So I'm really <laughs> surprised to miss that. Uh, oh. I've been really busy with school, so I don't. Uh, How's school going? 
It's uh, you know, it's it's good. Whoa, shit! I got raped and my problem started. <laughs> oh, as you can imagine, from that one, I got even weirder responses, and like you know, from like anti-feminist, and then also people that were on my side. Or like people thinking, because like I didn't write it for like pity, or like you know, like sometimes people just assume that you're writing about something to like, because you want people to feel bad for you. And like, what with this and the school shooting one? Like, I'm not necessarily like an innocent baby or a victim. I'm trying to like, you know, I, I think people are more complicated than that. Like. In this, like, I, I talk about doing coke. And then in the school shooting one, I threatened to kill my best friend. So I'm not, like, an innocent person. You know what I mean? But yeah. But it's still, like, a lesson they learn. But I think some people just can't see that. Like, well, she's an idiot. Look at this. Like, yo, I'm not saying that, you know, that I'm, like, everyone is crazy and mean. And I'm a, a wonderful angel. So sometimes I get some hate mail. But the responses in general have been so overwhelmingly great and positive and, uh, I'm really, really lucky and happy that uh, I could talk about these. Topics. Where were you when this happened? This is in New York. Whoa. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you read it. I don't know. No, I. I mean, I would assume normally I read most of your articles. Yeah. Oh. Well, this is something to look forward to. It's a beautiful. It's a really. It's a feel-good story of the year. It sounds like it. That's that's fucking insane, Gina. What do you what do you think of uh just like this is something I, I kinda do want to ask just because you are open about talking about it, I guess. What do you think of the whole rape culture thing? Do you think it's like do you think people blow things out of proportion? I don't think so, no. Um, you know, especially because of my own experience. Like I mean, the problem is with anything, there will be some people that Claim to be feminist that will take things too far, like like a joke, like a lighthearted joke, yeah, stuff like that. But no, there definitely is a rape culture, and uh, like you know, I'm not a man eater by any means. Like most of my best friends are guys, and I often prefer to hang out with guys because I feel like I can joke with them, and it's never like they're never like, "Watch, well, not funny, or you have all sorts of things." Like I, uh, you know, I maybe I act like a guy more. I don't know. Like so, I just would, you know. I just feel like things are still very uneven and, you know, women really are on some level still looked at as exist our existences to be appealing to the eye or like a sexual thing. Um, because, you know, anytime a woman is like in the media for whatever job, not an actress or a model, people are always going to be talking about their looks and guys, not necessarily, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, when I, when this happened to me, like I, the rape thing, like I, you know, I knew it was going to be bad trying to report report it because especially someone like me that's not like a virgin or like super like you know it's not like you know, I have a weird life and I put myself out there and that came into play with this rape thing, um, which it shouldn't. So like basically, if you if you're if you're not like a, like if you're not a super virtuous woman then you deserve to get raped. That's basically what I learned from that. Or that, like, like, oh, you already banged a bunch of people. Who cares? Like, that whole thing. But even, like, Serene, and, like, I think women sometimes are even worse when it comes to the rape culture than a lot of the guys. I think, well, I think they both are. But I think the women that, that do perpetuate it can be even worse because they're kind of brainwashed or, like, there's some kind of underlying jealousy shit. Like, in the Stupidville thing, Serena Williams said that 
oh, you know, what was that girl doing? Like, it's her own fault, basically, for getting drunk with her, her own friends. Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, so, well, you know what, maybe, maybe she she was a virgin. Well, then it would be worse. Something like that. Like, I'm like, what does her being a virgin have to do with anything? Like, It doesn't. I think what's, you know, what's even crazier is that the uh, the anonymous guy that pointed that story out to the police and actually, like, brought justice to the situation is facing more years in jail than the kids that actually raped that girl. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. No, that's fucked. It's really fucked up. But no, I've gotten, you know, a lot of... I just feel like, you know, people... I just don't understand what's so hard about, you know, we're all humans. Just respect one another. Like, you know, and I'm not like, you know, guys are pigs or this or this. Like, I just... I just feel like the level, the playing ground should be leveled a bit more. Um, that's it. Like, it, do you think that? You know, do you think like a lot of feminists? Um, like my issue with a lot of feminism is it's not about equality. It's like an anti-men message. And yeah, like, and I went, and like, not- I went to take back the night, and I. Like I'm very aware with language and and like a, a lot of ways that you insult a man is basically comparing to a woman or a gay man, and I think that that's like there, there's a lot in that culture, but I think that uh, I think it's hard to take. The, I think the biggest problem with the whole idea of rape culture is that just like what you were saying, like it's it's not like it. People dismiss real problems because of the people that are giving the message. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I think, like, or it's like with PETA, like, they're there way too great. I mean, a lot of the people that claim to be feminists, I don't get along with them very well because I think that they, they're not real. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I mean, I am, I think I am a feminist by default, but I would never say that I'm a feminist. Does that make sense? Like, I'm all about, like, I think of everybody the same. And You're not about I committing think, genocide on man. What? Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, and I think... It's not just like, you know, I think a lot of guys are, are also feminists. Like, I think the people that actually are feminists are the people that would never even think about it because they're almost like, um, instead of colorblind, they're like genderblind. They're just like, well, whatever. Like, they respect their female friends and respect their men friends. Like, and it's not really an issue. And, you know, you know, I, I just feel like the kind of people that, that, are really hateful and sexist, like, they're going to be that way no matter what, which no matter what side they're on. And, uh, you know, if you get oppressed, you can't generalize. You can't say, like, all men are scum or all women are sluts. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of, people are ridiculous. But, I mean, I did, I definitely did experience a lot of shit, and that's why I wrote that article on, like, because, whole culture does infuriate me, but it's often for, like, a lot of the reasons that don't get talked about, like, you know, a lot of women, like, for example, my friends that were, I wrote about in this article, like, they abandoned me, um, because they couldn't handle that I got raped, and these are women that call themselves feminists. Yeah. So, like, that, and, like, they, but at the same time, like, one of them, and, like, I didn't have enough time to write about all this, but, like, one of them was, like, like jealous about like guys that I had hooked up with in the past that she had liked. She couldn't explain to me that she liked them because I I don't go after like guys that my friends like. But you know, I asked her permission like do you like him? No. And then I slept with him and she got really jealous and she and basically she stopped being friends with me over that. That was the real thing. After like the rape thing, she started telling people like, yeah, well, you would just slept with Bobby and blah blah blah. 
And I'm like, wow, that's great. You're blasting my sexual, um, sexual uh, life out after getting raped. That's very feminist of you. That's, I think I'd rather put you in jail than a rapist. That's kind of a, that was kind of my rage. Like, it's more like the failure of people that think that they are good people or think that they are feminist or, like, caring people. Yeah. More, more monsters than the monster. So, like, the people that, that, um, okay, so I go to a lot of comedy shows, and if there's a rape joke, and then people get all fucking crazy, and they're like, rape is never I'm down with rape jokes. I'm down with rape jokes. I'm down with, I like, you know, I feel like you should be able to joke about, like, unless you're saying, like, you got raped, and that's funny. Like, <laughs> I think that yeah, and humor, like helps us talk about things that we may not be able to talk about because it's too uncomfortable. I don't, like, as long as it's not a hateful thing, usually jokes about things like that are, are actually more of a social commentary in a way on how fucked up society handles these things. I usually think. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, cause I watched this, uh, there was this thing with Jim Norton and this, uh, this other lady, it's on the Sean Comedy Central. And basically, Jim Norton, like is is, he's really just he's really just saying like, look, you should be able to joke about anything. Like some things aren't funny. If you're not funny, the crowd's gonna let you know. And it was all about like the Daniel Tosh thing, and um, and it's just like been this big thing. Like there's this big like Jamie Kill scene was on uh, Joe Rogan, and he just started talking about they got in this stupid argument, but. The whole thing was is like he was talking about rape culture and and everything else like that. But I feel like most of the people that champion this this idea of anti rape culture um, have never been a victim. And I and I think yeah. that, and I think that they they instead champion the idea of well I'm going to stick up for the victims when in, when in reality I don't really know what their what their agenda is. And, and I, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah I just want to look make myself look good. Yeah, it's like it's really it's really crazy. Like I don't or even like a lot of people that to me like you know, if if I make a joke that is borderline like making fun of stereotypes and it's borderline racy and people like people accuse, think that you're racist. Yeah, they'll accuse me of being a racist. Yeah, I was, and I then I, I think was talking about that with my friend the other night and I was like he's like how stupid can you be? Like, I don't know. Well, Maybe you are. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, and most people that accuse me of being a racist have zero friends that are black or of an. Yeah, they're racist themselves. Yeah, and they live in an area that is mainly white. Like, you know what I mean? And I think it's. Uh, it, Citizens program that, like, oh, you, you're, you're talking about race. That is bad. I learned from the television that that's not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's. Uh, I think it's super interesting. Like, I, I just think it's. it's uh, we live in a weird culture. We live in a weird society where where your supposed feminist friends bail on you after you get raped because you had sex with a guy that they liked. And uh I just think it's uh it's crazy, Gina. Like that's just crazy. Like but it's sad that it took you to it's even more sad that like you you had to find out that these people weren't your friends after getting raped. I think that's yeah. I mean that, that was the worst. Part. Yeah, that was actually the most damaging thing for me, like personally. Um, I don't know. Like I definitely like learned, you know. And I probably, you know, I was making the wrong choices with friends. Um, I wasn't listening to my intuition. Like I knew that like, deep down that maybe these people 
that I was friends with, like, they didn't really love me. Um, and then, of course, like, it comes out when things are bad, when you're already, you know, when you're already down. Um, so now, like, I'm just, you know, a lot more picky with people and follow intuition. And uh, as soon as I get, like, a glimpse or, like, that somebody's, and it's just not an equal friendship, and it's, like, peace. And it's not like I wish bad on them. It's like you just have to protect yourself because you don't want to deal with it. Like, you don't want something tragic to happen or, like, your family gets shot. And it's like, hey, your friends are all of a sudden, like... And, you know, I, I was not, like... When, like, I know, like, sometimes people can be too much when, like, they're going through a lot. And I feel like I'm always the person that people go to. Like, every night they'll be calling me up. Oh, my boss was kind of mean to me. Oh, my boyfriend is this. And, like, I don't really bother people with, like, petty problems. So that's why I was so enraged, like, and I'm like, I'm not that girl that calls you and, like, can I come over? I'm sad. I need you to comfort me. I'm, like, pretty, like, <laughs> almost, like, uh, I don't know, emotionless in that kind of way. So I don't really think I'd bother Emotionally intelligent? <laughs> yeah, emotionally intelligent. Yeah, exactly. I'm not an emotional child. I try not to be. I, I don't like to burden people. So, like, that's why I was, like, and it wasn't, yeah, and, like, it wasn't like I was, like, this girl, like, she, she wanted to look like a hero by telling everybody, like, oh, this happened to Gina, and I was there. I was there to comfort her. And then, even though she wasn't, she didn't want to hear about it. I was, like, you know, this is what happens. Like, I can't, I can't listen to this. This is too heavy for me. She didn't, she didn't hear anything, like, and then she claimed she had PTSD, and she, that I was, like, burdening her with my problems, even though she didn't hear any of it. And I wasn't calling her, like, you know, it was just, people will take anything and twist it to make them look like either a hero or a victim or whatever. And, like, it just infuriates me. And even, like, I don't even think I'm a victim with the rape thing. Like, I just, it's just, I just, it's something, some shitty that happened. And, you know, a situation I got myself into as well. And, like, you, you try to, like, fight against, you know, you know, try to get somebody in trouble. Like, this guy was a serial racist. Like, he... He's going around raping. I know that he is. Like, yeah, did they catch him? They did, and uh, you know, they linked him to two other girls, and definitely, I, I think because we're so far apart, but the situations were so similar. Um, even the cops are like, he definitely probably is. Like, he probably is a serial rapist. Do you and, think we um, should cut off serial rapist dicks? I think so. They really should. I think like, we should you know, really just, castrate him. I just like I just hear so many stories of like this was in Vermont too, like a lot of like people that were like child molesters, yeah, sex offenders, like they they rape they rape or molest children and then they get to some community service, they go go back out to the community, do it again, go back to jail for a bit, blah blah blah, and eventually they kill somebody. Like these people are are like I'd rather have someone that kills shot their wife because they were cheating or like is a crack dealer out in the community because they're probably not gonna. They're not going to, like, do something like... They're not going to actually torture people yeah. who are fine growing up to become abusive or crackheads. Like, you know, you molest children, it's going to fuck them up for life. So I feel like those people should be killed or castrated. Like, I don't feel that way about too many crimes, but child molestation is, like, something you can just... They're like animals. Like, they don't stop. Like, it's, it's very rare that they, like, they're like, oh, well, I yeah. made a mistake. Child um, molestation and rape. Do it again. Hands down. Let's cut off their dicks. Child molestation yeah. and rape. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Cut their dicks off. Like, it's like you can't handle it. But no, I definitely, like, everyone, like, the whole focus was, like, what? why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Like, and it was, like, clear-cut rape. Like, I was like, wow. 
like if I can only imagine like all the iffy cases where it's like you're at a party and like you know you're making out with someone and then it goes too far and then like that 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 won't even classify as rape. So they really like unless you from the get go are like well, are like dressed up like a nun and are not drinking, any guy can pretty much rape you. Is what I learned from that. And then it's always your fault for not hmm. acting like perfect. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was reading a little bit of this. The guy instead of <laughs> It's just it's just kind of a mind fuck, Gina. Like I'm really uh apologize. Yeah, I, wish- I apologize that you had to go through it, but I'm I'm happy that it seems like you're a stronger person from the whole process. Like not that Thank I'd ever you. say you should get raped because it's gonna make you stronger, but what I'm saying is like <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that you you didn't let it defeat you. Like you didn't like you faced the adversity and you kept going. And you wrote about it, which you writing about it is probably going to help maybe give a lot of other people courage. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really think, I'm really happy the way that, I you know, it makes people feel less alone. And, um, yeah, I, it gives me hope, too, like with my like my book, for example, which actually there's – I'll tell you about that later. There seems to be some progress with that. And, um, and also my movie – that's starting to get rolling. So, like, I feel like talking about, like, tough subjects, like, I just feel really lucky that I finally have, like, a little bit of a platform where I can start. Like, that's why I wanted to be a writer in the first place, was not to be like, oh, I want to write about fashion. Like, I wanted to write about, like, heavy shit and hopefully do it in a way that says something about human nature. So I'm really, really happy. Yeah, I'm, um... I'm happy for you. Like, I'm happy that shit's rolling. Like, uh, and I'm happy that you come on the sample hour and you really like coming on the sample hour and that we're friends. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> I'm happy that, uh, wow, you just dropped, this is some heavy, heavy shit, Gina. I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I gotta, gotta get ready for work. Um, well, anyways, Gina, I wish I could talk to you longer if I didn't have a conference call today. Um, I want to talk to you more often. Like I've been, I've been trying to. It's just been so fucking busy. It sucks. Oh, same here. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, let's try to make it more of a regular thing. I, I, you know, I'd love it. I always love talking to you. Thank you. I'm glad that uh, glad you like talking to me. Someday we'll hang out too. Eventually, when I ever get some, when I get some money again, since I uh, might be selling out the soul to go get a corporate job again. So yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. What did you say? Yeah, I can pay the bill. I think it's like now. I feel like I actually have a foundation that I'm not gonna get sucked into. Oh, I want to get promoted. Like I'm just gonna go to work, make money, and spend like invest my money in the things that are gonna help me. So I think before when I was doing that, I just got kind of like sucked into. I just got sucked into the the whole let's get promoted, move up within the company thing, and it's just like and I started selling out my values, and it really. Mm. So I've been in like this whole year. It's like getting my values back, which I think oh, I good, have. Good. Yeah, like I think oh. I have, and I got also I got to meet cool people like you, so that's pretty cool. Oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, you're awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, follow Gina Tron on Twitter. It's at underscore. Gina Tron, like her on Facebook. I think it's www.facebook.com uh, forward slash. Is it forward slash Gina Tron? I think so. Yeah, if you look up Gina Tron, there's like a, a like author page. Yeah, there's two. There's the author page, and then there's the 
It's the friend page. That's exclusive, though, motherfuckers. Don't try to friend Gina. Bugger. <laughs> I'm just teasing. And then uh, go to ginatronic.com and check out her cool art, which uh, we got to figure out how to make cartoons out of your art because it's just so, oh, I love that. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, I have no idea how to do it, but it's, it's something uh, something we should look into collectively. So, uh, yeah. all right, Gina, well, enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, cool. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in.
Fly more, motherfuckers.